He said he wanted to take a big fat grunty first. Is that what he said? <laughs> he said, do I have time to take a shit? Uh, no, Tell he has him. to do it while on the toilet. <laughs> All right. What's up, fellas? Hey, now. This is the AGFFA report. The very hey, first ever podcast for our Alamo Goliad Fantasy Football Association. Yay. On uh, Anchor. On Anchor, you mean. Yeah, we don't get paid for that, Dad, so you don't have to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we're, we're going to have to get – we'll have to at some point get some sponsorship, you know what I mean? Yeah, that might work, you know, in the future when we get more than 15, 16 people. <laughs> if we get that. Well, I don't even know well, if we're going to get, like, five. <laughs> when, we go, when we go national, baby. Sure, yeah. Hey, hey I told you, uh, next year we have to – Make sure we use the A-G-I-F-F-L. Yeah, I know. We need to because you guys saw what A-G-F-F-A stands for, right? Alamo Goli- A galaxy uh, far, far away. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. yeah? Yeah, I know. That acronym who, is taken. Who, so we got to be who careful. Who came up with that? Star Wars? <laughs> no. George tied that to our lead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I don't know. I just... I, I Googled it, and that's what came up, and thought, damn, it's going to be tough to, you know. That's pretty funny. Well, we got to put that – we have to, we have to put that eye back in it. That makes it yes, unique itself. that's true. Right. Well, and uh, will, for and those that are listening, which I think oh, must yeah. be our league, uh, I'm Gus. I'm the owner of the Dynasty D-Holes. For those that have been in the league for a while, you know what that stands for, and you should know <laughs> what it stands for. Um, and I'm – and I'm Dan, and I am the GM of the mighty, mighty, well, used to be mighty beer guzzlers. Yeah, and I'm I'm Jeff. Uh, I am the owner uh, of the Puppies of Purgatory. Yeah, and the three of us are all Howcrofts, and again, you should know that too. Uh, we have not been very good Howcrofts in this league over the last several years. Um, well, we you have, Dad. You've no. at least made a couple championship appearances. Uh, although I made it, I made it to the championship game what, like three years ago? Uh, Just yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, but you know, no, no victories since Gus won his first two, uh, the first two years of the league. So, yeah, Jess is the best. Oh yeah, at this point, for so. sure. Yes, for sure. Yes, no question. Yeah. Well, okay, so the whole idea of this podcast, you know, um, obviously, I think we've been wanting to do a little bit more with the league, you know, add some features to it, and uh, and yeah, I think at this point it just made sense. Let's talk about the league, let's talk about, you know, the members in it, latest news, and um, and with coronavirus going on, it's like, I'm stuck at home. I have a lot more time now to do shit <laughs> like this, so uh, I appreciate you guys wanting to join in and... and and be a part of it. Yeah, so thank yeah, you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for bringing me. How's everyone doing, by the way? Uh, you know, we're, we're well. That's that's an uncomfortable silence there. <laughs> yeah, Dad, dude, we're all alive though. Yeah, that's, that's good. A very good thing. Dad, why don't you start it off? How are you doing? I'm uh, I'm doing fine. I uh, we, we we're 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 very careful about where we go, and if I do go someplace, I typically wear a mask. I'm protecting others, as I hope they protect me. Um, we, we're not going out and doing things. We're certainly going to avoid crowds if we can. So, you know, my errands, my errands are just like grocery stores, pharmacy, you know, uh, post office, shit like that. So, um, we're being careful. We're, we're, we're fine. Um, 
doubly fine. Uh, yesterday afternoon, Jeff and I went to play some golf for the first time in months and months and months, and that was very enjoyable. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that later, well, too. Wait, let Maybe me ask not. you real quick about that. So when y'all golf, do they have something special with the pins right now where, like, you can't reach in and yes. grab the balls? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, you still have to reach in to get it. Yeah, but you you, know. you don't have to pull the flag, so nobody has to touch the flag. And you, you if they've right. got like a, a piece of PVC pipe that's maybe I don't know three inches uh, long, and you know it, it encircles like the 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 pin attachment point into the cup. So when the ball falls in, you can reach in there and get it. Now it's not perfect. Um, I mean, and no. if you don't get it right, the ball will fall. No. Like it'll get wedged in between the yeah. pin and the PVC. But but yeah. it's not bad. Yeah, and you know that's a pain in the ass for an old man that don't yeah. like to bend yeah, over. That's true. <laughs> so it sounds unnecessary. I mean, just go back to the way it was. Maybe. I mean, who's to say? Who's they're still learning as they go. So I don't know. That's well, we true. figured that. The PGA has a rule now where you can keep the pin in all the time, right? Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I guess that's part of what they're doing, and that way you don't have to touch the flag at all. Well, what about you, Jeff? Everything good? Yeah, you know, we're uh, same boat kind of as, as you're in, Gus. We're at home, so we've got a lot more free time. Um, you know, the, the nature of the work that we do is, is it, it comes in peaks and valleys, and right now we're kind of in a, uh, an upswing, so it's getting a little bit more busy. Uh, but even even that being said, we can't do the same type of work that we were doing before. So a lot of the things we do are entirely online. So what when we say busy now, it's like instead of having you know it, it's it just adds you know six to eight hours worth of work per week, um, which is not an, not unreasonable. So, but you know we're still gainfully employed, and that's good. Um, and filling in the time of best the best we can with other projects and things of that nature. So. Uh, you know, it's fine. That's yeah. good. As long as we can make the money to play the fantasy football we that want to play. damn right. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, well, so, like I was saying, this is a podcast more about fantasy football. So, I'll get off COVID, and uh, I think we should just start talking about the league we, uh, we follow and what's going on. So, um, you guys hear the latest news? Kind of what's going on? you know, proposals being out there and uh, stuff like that? Uh, I have not. I'm, I'm wondering when and if they're even going to start the season. But, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about that. I don't, I well, don't know what the latest is. Well, I was kind of leading into – I saw something this morning that Governor Greg Abbott, and I get it, he's just for Texas, but he said something like he expects sports to happen, happen pretty soon, and even open up stadiums where it could be like 25% capacity. So I thought that was kind of interesting and also maybe a little unsafe, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see if that uh, gains some steam and momentum in other states, you know? Well, it probably will because we need to have football. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, just sports I think in Pennsylvania general. Pennsylvania is you know? looking to do the same thing too. Could be wrong. I thought, I thought there was, I heard something about like the they were reopening uh, for professional sports to practice and all that sort of thing. Like, wow! I'm just surprised to hear that for PA with uh, that governor's oh, getting yeah. posted. Everything. I oh yeah, right. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The other thing I heard about was that uh, that onside kick proposal that uh, they were going to 
possibly pass or at least get the players to weigh in on. You guys I did, hear about that? Yeah. No. Yeah, the, where where it's uh, instead of doing onside kicks, which are for the most part unsuccessful, they they don't happen very rarely. Um, there was a fourth and fifteen that uh, teams could try, but uh, it sounds like they tabled it, and uh, who knows? I mean, if they tabled it, it, probably means it's not happening this year. Yeah, I heard it didn't have enough support. So, um... <laughs> do you guys wish it would have been picked up? An onside kick? That's after a score. I, what do you mean, fourth and 15? What? Right. So, Dad, instead of an onside kick, there would have been like uh, the team goes for a fourth and 15 in their own territory. And if they convert that, they keep the ball and their offense is still on the field. I don't think that would ever pass. It's wild. That's... It's a wild. Yeah. Finish. Yeah. But I mean, the whole reason for suggesting it is like onside kicks don't work really in the first place. I think I saw a stat. It was like zero out of 104 attempts. So it, or maybe it was like less than two, three percent that it's actually successful. But when it really matters, it's it it doesn't happen. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because people are expecting. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Unless they can find a way to do it that's totally disguised, and you know, I don't. Well, know if they could do that, be, they know, would do that. But it's not. I, I mean, they did it. They did it in the Super Bowl. Who, who was it? You're talking about the Saints was it? from like. Ten years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that wasn't even a fourth quarter onside kick when what I'm trying to say is that's when you would really need to do it, you know? Yeah, the unexpected surprise. I don't know. I I think I'd be in favor of it. I'd be excited to watch a game, a team's coming back, and it's like, hey, you know what? Their offense is clicking, and yeah, I I could see them making a 15-yard play, you know, kind of like what Donovan McNabb did back in the day with the Eagles. You know, those huge fourth downs, I think, in the playoffs. So I, I agree, you know, and I think that that would be an interesting change. Uh, and, you know, the onside kick is, is kind of uh, – it, it is a waste, like you said. Um, and, you know, I, I think I'd be – I think it would add some excitement to the game. Uh, but don't you think it also kind of if, – if they implemented it, it would, it would sort of diminish, um, like, the performance of the defensive side of the ball up to that point? Like a defense can play really, really well, and the offense uh, for that team could be up, you know, two scores, and then all of a sudden, because of one single play, the other team gets the ball back again, and let's say they score a touchdown. Now it's a, a one touchdown game. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Well, then it sounds like the defense well, didn't do a good job because they, you know, they they they, 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 they yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, isn't that yeah. unfairly punishing them for or actually putting? I don't know. I. I I hope you see what I'm saying. Like it, it, it seems like it makes it more of a, uh, it puts a, an even more undue amount of pressure on defense that could have been playing fantastic up to that point. Late in the game, they're tired, and now they give up one first down. You know, a 15 yard first down. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess it sounds like they they want to put more swings into the game. You know, maybe make it look more like college yeah. football or something. I don't know. Um, I don't. I, I was just imagining if I had Mahomes on my team and he needed that extra score, it's like definitely he's oh, going to yeah. make it happen. And you know, garbage time almost. It's extra garbage time for, yeah, for our league. That's a good point. Um, no, I think it'd be. I think it'd be interesting. I, and I'm not totally out of favor with it. I, I'm just you know wondering what the unintended consequences might be and, and how that might you know change the game in other ways besides just you know giving the the team that scores the ball back again easily or more easily. So. 
It sounds like a very, very risky play to me, but well, it's not going to pass. It didn't pass, so it's probably not happening this year, if anything. Well, what about other big news from the off season that uh, I don't know if you guys have been following at all? Just, just to let me, just a little, because I honestly I haven't looked at hardly anything related to the NFL or even fantasy, even our fantasy league, to tell you the truth, because uh, you know it, it's just not something I've been paying attention to. I'm just not in that mode for fantasy just yet. It just hasn't built up yet. It will, but not not yet. I know there were some very strange things happening in free agency, and I'm mm. sure we're going to mention that. So, Yeah, I mean, the big thing that stuck out to me was the DeAndre Hopkins trade Jeez. back when, you know, mid-March and all that was going on. And I remember Ross, he texted me. He's like, oh, my God, did you hear what happened? And that was around the same time, like, we started to work from home. So I was like, oh, my God, did our building catch on fire or, you know, <laughs> something crazy. But it was DeAndre Hopkins leaving the Texans, which, yeah. Well, they got – the Texans got David Johnson out of that, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't know if you saw him play last year. He was on my team, and he was trash. I remember I saw a run he did in one of the games, and I felt like I could run faster than him in that play. Was he was he having uh, issues with the uh, team and contract or anything like that? Well, he was supposed to get paid a lot, I think, coming up. So that's why I think it's crazy that Arizona was able to unload him. And I think all they really gave up was a second-round pick this year and a fourth-round pick in next year's draft. And I think the Cardinals even got a draft pick from the Texans. Just, you know, and also got DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the league. So, but <laughs> Well, will he still – Will he still be the best receiver in the league with, uh, you know, Kyler, you know, Kyler Murray? Well, that, I I was thinking that yes, Cardinals should be better. Will he be the best receiver? Probably not. I don't know if I would, you know, put him as a top three pick in our draft this year, but I think he's still a top three receiver, and he's a first rounder. You know, depending on where yeah, you're picking yeah, from, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily worry about picking them but i don't know and and honestly with the texans like all the stuff that happened with them afterward they got brandon cooks later on from the rams if david johnson comes back i think you know it, it could be an interesting team for both the cardinals and the texans let's and also not discount the the under the radar signing of randall cobb um because i mean that that guy can oh, play yeah. he's he's gonna He'll lock down that number two or number one spot, maybe. The, the guy, guy can play some football. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that offsets the loss of Andre, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins um, for basically pennies on the dollar. Uh, but I don't think they're destitute as far as talent goes. They've, they've still got some receivers out there um, that can, you know, at, at least, you know, they can run routes and catch the football. So I think I think that there is for sure. Uh, there's a little bit to that, but the bottom line is that they traded, you know, a uh, a potential Hall of Fame player um, during the era of passing offense, which is which you got factoring that in. You know, we throw the ball around a lot now. The best of the best out of that group has been traded for nothing, basically. That's bad, um, but I don't think they're going to be like they're not going to tank out and go like four and twelve because of it. They, they've still got talent for Deshaun Watson yeah. to play with. So. Heck yeah! I, I, I saw something where uh, uh, the fantasy football people on ESPN did a poll of 
uh, fantasy leagues. And if if a team had trade had made that trade in fantasy, seventy something percent of the people in the leagues would have, yeah. would have uh, <laughs> invalidated it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, it's, I probably would have vetoed too. Move. Like, yeah, that would be a, yeah, that's an awful trade. <laughs> well, hey, look, I, I just want to go ahead and point out, David Johnson, he might have had a crap year last year, but I think he's landed on the perfect team. Those of you guys in the league, just know no. he's on my team, but he's no. there for a good price. <laughs> so, um, you know, that offense. And, and look, all I got to keep saying is Deshaun Watts. Sean Watson. Like, I know he's not hey, Sean Watson, but Sean Watson will throw I have the a ball first round pick <laughs> next year. <laughs> He'll only cost you a second round keeper pick. That's all I'm saying. Well, okay. I'm not, uh, I, I, I don't trust Bill O'Brien at all. I don't trust him as a coach. I don't trust him as a GM. I don't trust him as an offensive genius. I, I think he is a, a third or fourth tier head coach, should not even be in that position. Probably would be best suited as. Uh, quality control or offensive uh, coordinator, and that's it. So, yeah, so I think so he is. Are you I telling us how you really feel? Head coach, terrible, terrible head coach. The the Texans fans agree with you, Jeff. <laughs> they want him gone, and he bought himself a little time because he almost beat the Chiefs. Well, I say almost. He beat yeah, them in the first quarter, fell right? Apart. So. Yeah. So. It almost brought him back down to like he should get oh, fired yeah. right away. I, I don't remember That's, what happened yeah. in that game, but I, I think that – look, okay, okay, so here's the deal. when In the NFL, you don't – as much as possible, you don't want to have the second best coach on the field at, at any given time. Okay, so you, you can't always have the best coach, right, because there's always going to be one that's better than the rest, right? But you want to at least have mm-hmm. a coach that you can match up against the coach on the other sideline in some manner. And I think Bill O'Brien, by and large, is going to be the worst coach on the field in 75% of the games he plays. And that, that's terrible. He should just be gone. He's got – and you can't, there's no excuse. You have a quarterback who is um, becoming one of those – you know, one of, the, one of the great ones in the league. Um, you've got mm-hmm. – you have talent at running back, which you don't use. I mean, honestly, he doesn't, he doesn't put them in a position to be successful – you had, if not the best receiver in football, no worse than the third or fourth. And then you get rid of that. You've got a defense with a player. Okay, so, so Jake Boss not staying healthy. And I get it, right? I understand. But when he's on the field, he is dominant, right? And with all of that talent, and, and that's not all of it. I mean, he's got other talent all around. With all of that ability, you can't, you're squandering it. You are squandering the prime of. Uh, Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, and well, thankfully, you know, at this point, you know, honestly, uh, maybe DeAndre Hopkins gets a ring now. You know, you got to think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think he's getting into the start of a new window for the Cardinals, where the window's yeah, closing yeah. for the Texans. I mean, I'm not even a Texans fan, but it pisses me off to think about just how badly he's managed that team. <laughs> Speaking of coaches and managing and stuff of that sort, uh, I wanted to mention the uh, ever-changing New England Patriots, who look to be very uh, substantially less than they were before, but they still have Belichick. Yeah. So is that a coach that can take a, a team that is 
has been decimated more or less and turned it into a championship team. What do you all think? I would say look at the season where Tom Brady went down with the ACL injury in the first week, and they brought in Matt Castle, and they almost – I think they won 11 games, and it was just a fluke year where uh, they didn't make the playoffs because the Jets or somebody – the Dolphins, I can't remember. They just had one better game or they beat the Patriots on tiebreakers. So I wish the Patriots would go away, but I just have a feeling they're still going to compete. They might not be a 13-win team, but – I think they're still fine, which sucks <laughs> as a Steeler fan. <laughs> well, you know, I, I wonder about Buffalo. Buffalo looks like they could be primed to start taking over that AFC East, but, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, they got Stephon Diggs think, this year. That was pretty cool. That was exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think there could be a change at the top in the AFC East, but uh, the Patriots – you know, at worst, we'll probably still make it as a uh, wild card, but, you know, we'll see. You know, when you're talking about coaching changes or coaches, I thought you were going to talk about, like, some of the changes and people that moved around this this uh, offseason. Like, uh, I know Jason Garrett well, got Cowboys. fired. Mike McCarthy came in. Right. Ron Rivera right. left gonna be... the Panthers midseason. He's with uh, the Redskins now, I think. So, yeah. Basically, I, I think I was just trying to say, None of those teams really excite me, except for maybe the Cowboys. And, you know, I know there's some news lately with Dak looking to get the highest paid quarterback contract of all time. And, right. You know, that, that could be an interesting offense. That could be an interesting, you know, group of players that you would consider well, the, for the, the Cowboys, the Cowboys picked up some uh, interesting free agents, though. I think Gerald McCoy is The defensive Cowboys, lineman? Right? Oh, I don't even know. I believe so. I don't, I don't yeah. know for certain, but I believe so, yes. So I don't know. Do they still have Amari Cooper? I feel like I should know that, but they do. They do. They signed him. Amari got his his money. Yeah, he got. Yeah, he got resigned for him. Yeah, so I guess it really is just down to Dak now. Uh, yeah. I mean, pretty much at this point, it's uh, and you know, I don't know whether or not. I I mean, they could afford him. I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to resign him and get him to a good contract. But at that point, um. You know, for the for the next four years or however long that contract is in place, I think they're going to struggle to bring in a whole lot of other free agents. So it's going to be a matter of how well they draft. And you know, to to their credit, the Cowboys have have actually drafted really well over the past I don't know five to seven years. I mean, they've they've drafted pretty reasonably well. They've had a couple of my a bust yeah. like Taco Charlton. That was a bust. Yeah. So so they lost out on that one too, um, but. Byron Jones. They lost yep. Byron, Byron But if Byron they can just Jones fill too, in right? the gaps He's gone, and, yeah. um, and continue to have, you know, solid drafts with that core, you know, the window will be open. Um, but I don't think it won't be like wide open. Like if you're in a, it won't be like the Chiefs, but they'll actually, and they'll be in a good shape or a good position to, uh, to compete. And, you know, going back to the coaching thing, honestly, you know, uh, uh, Jason Garrett was very rarely the best coach on the field. So now they, now they got a guy yeah. who you know he's not That's, gonna he's worth yeah, you know yeah. three points a game, maybe four points a game, just having a good coach on the field. So um, yeah, I think they're they're in much better shape at this point. Yeah, McCarthy's not a superstar, but I don't know. I feel like he still has something left in the tank. Well, I think that's a huge improvement yeah. over the fucking redhead, but hey, no worries. 
Excuse my French. Sorry about that. But okay. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it's yeah. Yeah. So if if I if I may just interject a little bit on the the New England thing. So the year that they won eleven games was when they were you know again they didn't win the division. I think that was when. Gosh, I don't remember that. I, I think you're right. The Jets won yeah. that division that year. Um, yeah, they yeah, won 11 so the, games and didn't make it to the But playoffs. that division was has been historically bad. So, I mean, if if you have any, you know, and they were still talented even without Brady, and yeah, it's a big loss. But, I mean, they, they play six games against teams that they shouldn't sweep every year. So there's six wins right off the bat. So all now you do is when you know go five hundred over the next right. ten, and you're you're going to win eleven games. Um, so you know, I this this year coming up, you've got the Bills who made the playoffs. Um, damn near, damn near made the Super Bowl, um, and you've got Miami that's in rebuilding mode. So yeah, you know, they're going to suck for at least another couple of years. Uh, and then you got the Jets who yeah. I, who knows what they're going to do. Um, but they're my point is that those other three teams I think are better or you know, with the exception of possibly Miami, um, than they were back when they didn't have Brady and had to fill in with Matt Castle. So my thoughts. Did you hear that story about the Dolphins coaches? Like, I think they let go of their offensive coordinator because their playbook was too confusing or complex. What was? Yeah. Like they have such a young team that that's what I read the other day. And I thought, wow, like that's, that's, like super regressive for a team. If anything, you want to like be a little more complicated. You want to be able to play with the professionals. And instead it's like, Oh, let's just make sure these guys know how to run straight. You know, (laughs) that's awesome. So it's like, I I see what you're saying where the teams are probably getting better in that division. And so, yeah, maybe I, I, the, it it should be more focused on Bill Belichick's done it. He knows what to do. And the, the division's going to still be a cakewalk almost for him. Yeah, and it may very, it may very well be. It could be way off on that, you know, it, it, because <laughs> he's going to out coach most most of them out there. And um, again, they they're still a pretty talented team too. And I mean, how much do we really know about? Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Dors Dorsett is that his name? I don't don't remember. The their new the new quarterback. Which guy are you talking about? Oh, there's. There's like Jared Stitham or Stitham, something. That's the the young guy, and then uh, Brian Hoyer is I think in there. So, I, I, what do we know about those guys? I mean, I know Hoyer used to be a Texans. Well, we know Hoyer's old. That's about it. He was and okay. We know he's old, but Stidham, we don't know anything about him, and he's the presumptive starter, right? So, maybe they're ready. I mean, maybe right. maybe they feel like no, nah, he's ready to go, and and he could shock everybody. Who knows? Yeah, but I think I read, like, he's not going to be a starter. It's going to be Hoyer right. day one, right, like going into training camp. So, yeah. I don't know. There's probably mind games going on there trying to throw people off the scent of what Could they're going to do. Yeah. Shoot. I hate talking about the Patriots. Yes. Can we please yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who we could talk about? <laughs> Former Patriot Tom Brady. The Steelers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to Tampa yeah. Bay. And I'm telling you guys, that offense, like, man, I, 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 I want a piece yeah. of it. I really do. I want Mike Evans or, or Chris Godwin or, I mean, even those running backs, like they're, they're not, they didn't do too bad last year. So I, I would not mind having some part of that. And I, I truly believe Tom Brady's going to figure it out. He'll have, he'll, he'll be able to convince, uh, oh, what's his nuts, uh, the coach there, um, our former Aaron's. coordinator, 
you know, hey, put in these plays that I like to do. And, you know, I, I just think it's going to be an interesting offense. I think you're right. I, I, I'm, and you mentioned a couple of players you want a piece of. It. I'm going to at least point out this one, and we'll come back to it later when we talk about, like, potential keepers for each team. Um, unless you're willing to trade something to the Shamers, I've got Chris Godwin penciled in as the sure thing franchise player for his team for most of the same reasons you just mentioned about, you know, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. And Godwin already blew up. So, yeah. I, yeah. But you've got other yeah. options out there. I don't know if you're interested in Gronk or not, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Gronk's going there too. Yeah, yeah that's uh... – that's going to be interesting, man. Yeah. So about about the team, I feel I feel like yeah, they're going to be a competitive team, but I think you know Tom Brady's going to be, I don't know, man. It, I don't. They're going to be dealing with Sean Payton, so that's going to be a problem right there. The, the Panthers are rebuilding, so that's going to be um, that that's going to take some time yeah. for that whole thing to to kind of gel up. Uh, but Sean Payton is the owner right. of that that division, and. I have a lot of confidence that he would be able to, you know, show up and uh, at least he's he's going to have a say in the whole thing. And I and I, I don't care. But it'll be fun to see Breeze versus uh, Brady twice a year for a little bit. That'll be really cool. Heck, heck yeah! Because they're going for yards and touchdowns all time. You know, as long as they're both still healthy in those games, that, that'll yeah, be really interesting. Be to see. Be yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the Saints, I was talking about windows earlier. I think their window's definitely closing. I mean, it's not just because of Breeze, but, you know, there's, there's something about that team where they were so mm-hmm. close a couple years ago after that Stefan Diggs miracle, and they just couldn't pull it out against the Eagles that year. And then, and then it was the next year they were in the championship game. They got effed over by that yeah. one ref and the pass interference that should have been called. And then last year they just shot, shit the bed. So I don't know. Like, they should still be a good team. They probably are still the top team in that division. But who knows? I, I have a feeling Vegas is probably thinking Tampa Bay is really going to. Did they? Did the Saints run. bring anybody in of significance? Did they bring anybody in? Um, no, not that I know of. I mean, I know Mark Ingram was already gone from last year, and they were still holding on to Michael Thomas. I think the news, from what I remember seeing as far as fantasy perspective, was the whole uh, Taysom Hill thing. Like, he's a tight end eligible wide receiver, quarterback, whatever it is. Like, he's he's one of those guys that you could actually maybe draft him now in a PPR league. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's a gadget player. No, I can't remember the Saints really do. I don't even remember what they did in the draft. Like, I I don't even know what they did. Um so maybe that. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't either. I but you know, they, that's what happens yeah. when you don't live in that city, right? You don't get their. <laughs> and they are kind of a small market team. So I mean, they're not going to catch the headlines of the Cowboys or the Niners or the Packers or well, they, or, uh, you know, pick a team from another big or Pittsburgh for that matter. They're small market, small fan base team. So you're not going to hear a whole hell of a lot about them. But I don't remember them. Like I'm not. I I can remember a lot of the other big moves, but I can't remember anybody um, except for them losing Teddy Bridgewater. Um, but they did pick up, oh my gosh, who's the guy, who's the kid? Um, Jameis Winston. Yeah, he went over to them. 
Oh, that's right. Jameis did go there. Famous Jameis is with his yeah, name. Yeah, that's the Pacquiao. only thing I can remember from them. I... Oh, my gosh, man. I hope they run, like, two quarterbacks. <laughs> that would be so exciting. Or, or three. <laughs> Put Taysom Hill in there, too. Can you can you hear me? Yeah, you're totally right. Hey. Three quarterback sets. Okay, yeah, I've been, yeah, trying, yeah, I've been trying to get in for the last five minutes, so I stopped and then I rejoined. Well, really you're very weird. faint right now. I can barely hear you. Okay, well that's because I. I okay, mean, I can hear you uh, pretty well, Dad. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but I kind of like was wasn't able to put two cents worth in during all that discussion about uh, Tampa. I was going to say two things. Uh, one. Isn't Tampa also in the running for Devontae Freeman? No, I think that got disputed or or uh, or whatever. It, it, it what oh, really? thrown out okay. I, I don't know what, what's that story. What's going on there? Well, Devontae Freeman's a, a free agent, and Tampa was one of the teams I thought that was trying to pick him up. Okay. So who's the running? Who's Tampa Bay's running back? Uh, Peyton Barber. Well, it's the combo of Barber. Ah. Uh, Jones, yeah, I think. Right, Ronald Jones. Right. Yeah, and, Peyton uh, Barber. Yeah. Barber, right, I think. Right. So I thought that would have been an interesting yeah. move for Tampa to do that. The other team I think that's uh, made a lot of improvements is uh, Atlanta. The Falcons. What improvements did they make? Didn't they get rid of, uh, or they didn't get rid of? Yeah, they but they picked up, a, Cooper, they picked up another end. tight end that's, that. Uh, that will be helpful. Don't ask me what his name was. I just saw, you know, their their pickups lately and uh, I thought, yeah just look at what their offseason trades were I, I thought that they picked up a couple of people they're going to need oh yeah they picked up they Wait, got, did they get top, some receiver in the draft and they got oh Hayden that's Hurst right they did get from yeah, Baltimore right right, right. Hayden Hurst <laughs> oh that dude sucks <laughs> he flamed out in Baltimore <laughs> uh, but hey no no Todd Gurley's interesting like Maybe something is there, you know, coming back to Georgia and, you know, playing for the – So they traded one often injured running back for another one that's breaking down. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. Sure, I mean, (laughs) Gurley's still fairly young. He's only been in the league six years. I don't know about that arthritis on the knee thing, whatever. But, um, okay, okay. Hey, when it's the third or fourth round of the draft or, you know, maybe fifth round and he's there, you pick him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of nuance there. You know, it could be who's on the board or whatever. But I, I feel like if he's there, I would probably consider it. He should be the top running back. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's probably team, right? not going to face a whole lot of competition from Quadre Allison and Ito Smith. No. <laughs> I would. I... Yeah, I know Ito Smith has been there the last couple of years, and he's been vulturing touchdowns. Uh, no, you uh, no, you have a good point. If he's if Gurley's there, and you know, let's be honest, he probably will slip. I don't, I, I don't show Hookham keeping Gurley this year for obvious reasons. But um, Gar- if Gurley slips into right. you know the fourth, fifth, or God forbid the sixth round, you can't pass him. You just can't. You you have to take the guy. Yeah. I mean, he, you you may not even want to, but you you have to. I mean, that's. That's a ridiculous amount of value for potential, you know, that's like a game-winning move right there. Um, yeah, I keep forgetting we have 16 teams, so he's probably not going to be not. in the fifth round. But who knows? I mean, that's we've seen true. crazier yeah, picks in the first round. But if you wanted to have a strategy of going like wide, if loading up on pass receivers and quarterbacks and tight ends, and you thought, well, maybe I can get Gurley in the fourth and that'll be my first running back, 
I wouldn't fault you for it. I mean, I honestly wouldn't think that's terrible. Yeah. But again, like you said, I don't think he even lasts that long. Not with sixteen teams. There's no way. Why don't we? Why don't we go through like tell everybody share the biggest um, off season move that you can that you see right now, and then let's go through the franchise and transition player. Um, predictions that I have because dad I think you would have a lot of input and interest in this before we move on to the next one I would but you know I I know that my uh okay just just do it we'll see what happens here all right so what dad wants to kick us off what is the biggest offseason move that you saw or that you can see right now as far as the NFL is concerned yes well I you know obviously it's the DeAndre Hopkins trade uh Tom Brady going to, to, to to Tampa I think Atlanta's made some improvements uh, but the biggest offseason has to be DeAndre Hopkins, I think. Because David, John- David Johnson was traded for it. So I don't, you know, again, it was probably not a smart move to do, but that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gus, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I was going to say the DeAndre move can I, to me is the biggest one I, so far. And the thing is, both yeah, teams. Yeah, I want to say one more thing. Go, go ahead, Dad. The two things that, that, that are also surprising to me is. Um, uh, Cam Newton is still a free agent. Nobody's picked him up, and I'm wondering about that. I know injuries probably have a big thing with it. The other thing is Demaeus Winston. He got signed as a backup now to New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And and they had that other kid who's a quarterback yep. down there that goes in for his, you know, trick plays or whatever. So my question is, when is Demaeus, you know, when is he ever going to get a chance to play? And I'm wondering – Jeff and I were just talking about this. We think they should have three well, quarterbacks. Well, I'm just wondering why, why he would agree to that. Why didn't he try to get a starting job somewhere? I mean, he threw a lot of interceptions, but he's a talented quarterback. He just doesn't throw them. You know, I mean, he. Look, the crab legs in New Orleans are just as good. As <laughs> okay, they are. all right. So, I mean, I, I don't know why he went there. I'm sure it was the best deal that he could get, and you know. He knows it's a it's a passing offense, so he that's what he wants to do. He a really weird offseason too. Yeah, if re- he gets the opportunity, re- and agreed, and he may, you know, Breeze is not getting any younger. He missed some games last year. I, um, you know, he could definitely get an opportunity to play a little bit. But I think that a lot of the free agent stuff this year has been really disrupted by uh, the inability of teams to do things like you know go talk to them in person, have them do a physical by their team doctors, all that sort of thing. Right, right. So right, right, that's right. part of the reason. Like I think Cam Newton's not going to have a gig right now, but also uh, why Jameis Winston went to Atlanta is they probably were more familiar with him than they would be from a quarterback outside of that division. Um, so they probably they probably know he's, yeah, he's that's okay. There's no significant injury there. They know what they're getting, and he knows it too. So, I mean, the odds of him going to Pittsburgh were slim to none anyhow. And a lot of, there's a lot of Pittsburgh, you know, media and fans that were disappointed with that. But, you know, it is what it is. The guy, you know, they're not just going to grab some man. They're smarter than that. Um, not having a chance to see him in person and talk with him and meet and all that sort of thing probably factored in. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, what about you, Jeff? What What's the big move you – you had your eye on this offseason that you think uh, that's yeah that's tough i mean i i I wanted to go with you know deandre hopkins but just to throw like a little wrinkle in there uh digs the buffalo um josh josh allen throws a great deep ball and stefan Diggs gets down the field 
Uh, you know, they really needed, I think, in my, in my opinion, a guy who can get down the field and take advantage of that. You know, he's Josh Allen isn't the most cor- accurate quarterback at those short to medium passes, but he can throw it, he can chunk it. And now he's got a guy who's made a living on getting downfield in a hurry. So I think that one could be interesting. I think the Bills, you know, they got I, – I love their coach, and I think that they, they've got a little bit of uh, a taste of what they could be. And so that, you know, they, dude, their offense looks good. Their offense looks really good. They got a salty defense. Um, they could be surprising this year, and that, that's a big move. Yeah. But, I mean, aside from that, it's got to be DeAndre Hopkins, right? Or Teddy Bridgewater, you know, because yeah, just, right. it's just I think, I think that the, the, the Panthers have got less offensive talent as a whole than the Bills do. So that's why I, I you know, give the nod over the digs. Yeah, Teddy B to the Panthers would be interesting, too. You know, obviously, Christian McCaffrey's still yeah. there. I think he got paid this year. Um, so, you know, that, there could be something interesting going on there, especially with Cam kind of falling apart last year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to be yeah, in a new building so with the new coach they have. So, do, yeah, yeah. So, wait, okay, uh, you so were talking about keepers, I went right? everybody's team. I looked at who they kept last year, who they drafted, and who's still on their roster. And I said, okay, okay. Um, who do I think they're going to keep as a franchise player, and who do I think they're going to keep as a transition player? Now, here's, here's the rules here, okay? What I said was everybody will have a franchise and a transition. That means their transition player may not be very good, but you might look at this and say, who are the best two players that they have on their team that are keeper eligible? And just kind of keep that in mind, okay? So let me start with the Ramones. Um, all right. The Ramones, uh, they have a – their team's pretty all right. I mean, they, they were okay last year. Um, but I have them keeping Kelsey, again, as a franchise – and I have them keeping DK Metcalf as their transition player. Um, other options that are available, and it's pretty limited, uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, Chris. Uh, he would have Le'Veon to be a franchise be player, which means he would have to dump Kelsey. So I would say that's probably yeah. not what he wants to do. Keep Kelsey over Bell, at least at this point. Will, will Kelsey be a second-round pick? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Jarvis Landry is also an option, but I mean, if, if you're going to tell me, you know, DK Metcalf versus Jarvis Landry, give me the upside and I'll take some DK Metcalf. So yeah. pups. All right. I'm just going in order based on the list here. Okay. So on my team, um, I, okay. I'm a big believer in, in, uh, regression to the mean. Okay. So when there is a player who has a really good year, I don't expect them to have a really good year again. I expect them to, to kind of regress a little bit. The other side of it also works. When a player has a really bad year, I don't expect them to have another really bad year. I think they're going to be better than they were that year. So I'm going James Conner as, as franchise at this point right here. He had a really good year his first year as a starter, and then last year the wheels fell off. But the, wow. thing, is, the thing is you can, you can pin all of those things happening on Ben Roethlisberger getting hurt. Right, right. So you put Ben back into the equation. Yep. You assume that James Conner is going to be in better shape and will remain healthy for, you know, 12, 13, 14 games, maybe the entire year. And if that happens, I think James Conner rebounds and he's fine. Okay. Um, as a transition, that's a little bit tricky for me. And, and we'll talk about Hook'em here in a little bit. But 
There are two players. I, I, I have a trade, the, the conclusion of the trade that I made with him last year um, for uh, the tight end, uh, Darren Waller, uh, means that I get to pick one player from Hookham's roster to take onto my roster. Uh, obviously, that would have to be a keeper, or, or it should be a keeper, because that's, you know, why would I make that trade if I was going to do it? So it's going to be either Devin Singletary or Miles Sanders. Don't know which. Um, I'll make that decision later on, but that'll be my transition player, so I'll have two running backs. Singletary, uh, are they both Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, Singletary's with the Bills, and I'm, okay, all right, and, okay. And Sanders is with the Eagles, and, and the Sanders thing kind of scares me a little bit because they got, um, gosh, what's the other guy's name? Um, I don't remember, but Miles Sanders really looked good last year. So if, if he ends up being the starter, it's going to be a pretty tough call between Devin Singletary and Miles Sanders. I just don't know which, and I'll have to make that decision later on. Um, aside from those two players, I mean, my roster is is basically. It's it's running on fumes at this point. Like I don't have, I'm not in a position where I have, you know, a guy that I can. I I, I don't have a second year plan here. Um, I could go Raheem Mostert uh, as my transition as well. Um, however, I don't know whether or not that again the San Francisco backfield just kind of confuses me. I don't know what they're doing. So um, I'd rather have Singletary or Sanders, but you never know. I mean, if, if Mostert is, is declared the starter, he signs a big contract or whatever, um, then maybe he gets thrown in the mix too, or he becomes trade bait. Who knows? All right, then I got the Shamers, and I mentioned this earlier, but to me, Chris Godwin is a lock. He will be the franchise player for the Shamers. There's, there's no question in my mind about that. Transition player, I have him down for keeping Mike Williams. Um, now, I you know that sounds a little weird, but especially since they don't, you know, they, the quarterback situation out there in, uh, in uh, not San Diego, but the, the Chargers, the L.A. Chargers um, has, you know, been rocked, essentially. Um, but I still think Mike Williams is okay. I think he's a perfectly fine player um, to, you know, plug and play at that, at that the wide receiver two position, especially if he's already got a number one. Uh, with Chris Godwin. So if he has Mike Williams and Chris Godwin, that basically frees him up to say, look, I can go running back, running back early in the draft. The second running back may not be great, but I will have at least a number one wide receiver. And if not, you know, a mid range, then a low range wide receiver too. So he'd have an RB one, solid RB one, solid wide receiver one, and a pretty good wide receiver two. And then the second round, you know, whatever, if he wants to take a quarterback or best tight end or whatever, he'd be in pretty good shape for that draft. Um, so, so wait, you're thinking Mike Williams over Stefan Diggs. Basically he does have Diggs, but I'm pretty sure he can't right keep now, right? Diggs. I think he had to trade for him, and um, consequently, I'll, I'll double-check it real quick, but I think that he – No, I'm saying – Oh, you're saying he might not have a second-round pick? Uh, hold on. Diggs, Diggs was probably picked in the first or second round. Yeah, let me get it real quick. Hall of Shamers. Oh, oh I see he was a second-round really keeper last year. Um, no, no, no. Actually, in that case, I would completely revise that. I would say take Stefan Diggs and Chris Godwin. Diggs is your – yeah. Yeah, that's what I would th- – I mean, Mike Williams, I get it. He, he has I, some no, potential I take, there, too. I, yeah, I think uh, – nope, I I, that's a much better choice. Stefan Diggs and Chris Godwin, still wide receiver, wide receiver, but nevertheless, I'd take that. That would be a really good start, actually. That would be a fantastic start. Um, so, okay. No, 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 that's good. I'm glad I'm, I could I'm help. Talk about it because <laughs> – you know, this may help us with, uh, or whoever's listening with figuring out what they're going to do when it comes to their, uh, their de- declaration time. All right, beer guzzlers. This one is a, 
again, this sure. one's a tricky one. Okay. So to me, the no brainer is Michael Thomas. Obviously you got to keep Michael Thomas. He's arguably. I can't, I don't have a second round pick. Oh, I was just about to say, Jeff, he dead. Okay. Dead yeah. is basically in rebuilding. Yeah. Oh, him and Jess. Well, They're never mind. Both. So let me take my pen <laughs> and mark it, that off. I don't. Ugh. Okay. I have a, I think I have a third round pick, right? Okay, you do so have a third, third round be... pick, Dad. You could trade your third round pick for somebody's second round pick. No. But you're gonna have to give somebody well, else no, my like shit a George is dead. Kittle. No, I'm serious. Like you, you need to do something if you want oh, to keep someone yeah, like Michael yeah. Thomas. Right. You know what I mean? For you, Dad, right. you just got some. So if I do nothing, I have a. So. This is us like pushing it to the yeah, lead. Right. Like so, go talk to Dan. You know, I have he, he has pick. to do something. So uh, I have to choose from who I have to declare as a keeper, right? Yes. And I don't even know what my end, ending roster right. was. So, you know, I haven't looked at it. Like I said, I haven't looked at it. So who do I have that's a viable third-round keeper guy? <sighs> yeah. Uh, maybe Kittle. Okay. What else do I have? Actually, you could keep Kittle. Because he was a transition That's last a pretty year, good fourth move. round for Whip. Yeah, who else do I have? Yeah, but then you're giving up well, uh, Michael Thomas. I think I have to give up Michael you know? Thomas. I can't keep unless him. You could, I don't think I can Unless keep you him. can somehow swing. Yeah, you yeah. could trade him. You have. Do you do, right. you do that in your own time, Dad? No. I don't think I have a fourth round. So pick. basically, you're going to have one keeper coming back to you this year. Yeah, you, your best option, I think, is going to be Kittle. Um, the only other person I have on here is James Washington, and I'm not really sure he's a great fourth round keeper or third round keeper no. for sure. Wow, no, that no. hurts. That hurts. Well, you got nah. some work to do, but I think you can maneuver a trade or two, and maybe you never know. I mean, maybe you can get your second round pick back. Um, you know, if, I don't know. Maybe you talk with who has your second round pick. Is that Michael? That would be Michael. Yes. Okay. So, you know, maybe you say, "Hey, I'll, I'll give you Michael Thomas for my second round pick," and then he has Michael Thomas. You know, um, that would save him from having to draft Michael Thomas in the first round if he really wants him. Base. I mean, it's not a terrible move. Uh, anyway, you you guys figure that out. You, you'll be able to right. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah, that's, that's your own time, Dad. It's Hook'em next. Who's All next? Right, is so, it Hook'em? Um, this is another one that's a little bit tricky because uh, Hook'em is not going to have uh, – I'm going to take one of those running backs, right? So I've got his, his franchise player, though, as Cooper Cup. I don't think he's – No. You think so? Well, I don't know who else he has, but – What's the hate on Cooper Cup? Uh, he still caught yeah, he kind of tail off. He caught year. 94 passes for like 1,100 the the yards year. and 10 touchdowns last year. That is a number one wide receiver. He had a great start to the year. That's for sure. But it's just, I remember I relied on him uh, in another and he shit the bed. And I won't forget that. I bet Hookham doesn't forget it either because he was in that championship game. I'm sure if I looked at that score, I don't know. I can't remember, but. I, I just, uh, let's see his last a little four games. So, okay, so this team, uh, he put up 13 points. Week 15, he put up 16. Week 14, uh, he put up 14. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, 14. And week 13, he put up 18. So he didn't have any blow-up games, but he finished the season on a four-game streak of, of scoring a touchdown each game. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, he. I mean, maybe I'm thinking in that stretch from week 10, 11, 12, where I'm looking at it now. He he faced that vaunted Steelers defense in week 10. Look, all I'm saying is (laughs) – I know, right? Look, yeah. That's true. He he, had four targets and nothing. He fourth best receiver in our league last year. Okay, and I I would look at it and go, okay, do it again. You know, I mean, his numbers weren't mind-boggling, but they were really good for a receiver. Uh, one but who else? Uh, what? But what are his other options? That's that's what I no, don't know. I don't have anything. Yeah, in front he's of me. got he's got a few more options. So he's he's got Darren Waller. But so I mean, he could potentially keep him. I'm just not a huge fan of taking like the third or fourth tight end as a keeper. Um, but he's also got depending on whether I take Devin Singletary or Miles Sanders, he'll have the opposite or the other one. So I think he's probably going to have to go that route. Yeah. I don't think he keeps Gurley, but, you know, I could be wrong. Maybe that's – I don't know. I doubt it. I don't think he's going to spend a second-round pick. Not with, not with that many question him. marks. But nevertheless, I mean he... – <laughs> But he should. You should do it, Ross. So he Listen. has <laughs> – We'll um, did now? Did the Chargers sign a running back to replace Melvin Gordon, or is it Austin Eckler's job? No, I think it's Eckler and uh, okay. So Eckler's an option as well. Um, I didn't throw him in there because I thought, yeah, yeah I don't really don't know what's going on yeah. out there, and I, I honestly I didn't know if they had anybody um, ahead of Eckler. But Eckler, he's a really wouldn't shock me if he kept Eckler and then you know. Again, I, I think Cooper Cup, but he could also go with one of the other running backs. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's got options. He's he's definitely has talent there, even though he's those players to yours truly. All right, so they got Ballzilla. Um, Ballzilla, I think yeah, their, their franchise true. player is a no-brainer. It's Calvin Ridley, um, and just take it and move on. Um, transition. I've got Tom Brady. Yes. Uh, can I interject just real quick? He huh. has AJ Green on his roster. Do you uh, remember no, what, what happened, happened to AJ Green last year? Oh yeah, he was injured before our draft, and so he, he oh, yeah, I think he, he slipped. slipped. And I'm pretty sure he was picked up and held on to for that reason. Would AJ Green not be a transition player in this position with a new quarterback uh, coming off an injury? I mean, I just think of it like it's A.J. Green. He, he was like a top yeah. five wide receiver the last five, six years. Yeah, I mean, it's – I mean, there's still so much time in the offseason, the summer, to really see what's going on. But, I I mean, it's just glaring. It's, it's certainly right out at me it's, as I'm looking at his yeah, roster. possible. <laughs> and, you know, not, not, to, to, not to, you know – Say a similar situation. I got Antonio Brown, you know, out of free agency. So, not that I really think anything's going to happen there. But my my season was over pretty early last year, and, and you know, having Brown as a lottery ticket, yeah. But you know, to your point, AJ Green, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a possibility of, of him being a, a better a better pickup. Um, I still think he keeps Calvin Ridley though, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, he's the number two, uh, yeah. so right? So, Calvin Ridley and, and a fully healthy A.J. Green working at it, the peak of his abilities. Yeah, that'd be pretty tough. Honestly, that's two That's two ones in a 16-team league, two wide Definitely. receiver ones in your team. That could be a difference maker, and I don't care what you got at running back. So, 
Um, yeah. All right. Touch me down. Um, yeah. Gosh, this is a tough one. This was because touch me down is bereft of talent. They, they've got nothing. Listening. I'm going to try to pull. Before I gotta... Okay. We'll talk. I will talk. All right. Okay. Okay. So okay. I don't. All right. Yeah, Jeff, I'm looking at touch me down right now. I, I see what it's you're bad. saying. This it's is uh... so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was one of the guys I had. I had Darius. Yes, he has guys, Darius guys. This is one where I really didn't know which one was which. Um, and maybe I'm just too much of a, a homer, uh, but I really like Manny Sanders. So I've got Manny and I've got Darius Geis as his two keepers. Um, I, I mean, I could to- I could be totally off on that. Yeah. I mean, completely wrong. But um, looking at the team he's got, he's going to have a whole lot more to work with. Kenyon Drake was a second-round pick, so he can't keep him. Um, I guess if you really, really wanted to, you could look at Baker Mayfield, but I just don't think you don't you don't kick a, you don't keep a mid tier quarterback as your four you know with your fourth pick in my opinion. Um, so I don't know. He's got a he's got a tough situation that he's got to work his his way out of. Um, maybe Marvin Jones, but yeah. But you know what? I think he has an extra draft pick of mine, <laughs> he might so be, yeah, he'll he be might all be. right. Um, I don't like Marvin Jones at all as a second as a yeah. as a keeper. He's barely a well. He's a he's a decent wide receiver three, but who cares about that? All right. Anyway, so then we got. Um, so now we're at the M team. Um, M team has got a really, really good keeper. And then from what I can tell, nothing. So I've got him keeping Tyreek Hill. That, that works. Yeah. yeah well, uh, have to be a second round. That's really year, all he's got. Probably um, and then, you know, you throw a dart at the rest of his team and, and you, good luck. I mean, I've got him keeping, <laughs> this sounds awful. Kalen Balage. Uh, <laughs> what else are you going to do? Okay. <laughs> It would be yeah. a transition, right? A fourth round keeper and a sixteen team yeah. league. Uh, yes. I mean I think that's all I right. Mean, he may not even according to the news right here from April thirtieth, he may not even have a roster spot with the Dolphins in twenty twenty. So I don't know. I he just doesn't have anything really to work with. Um did Randall Cobb's a possibility, right? No, I, I mean the, the thing with these sixteen team leagues, it's you know the the talent keeps stretching, right? So you know by that pick in the yeah. fourth round, you're talking about the sixtieth person, maybe. So yeah, it, it I, might make sense. I think Ronald Cobb certain is players than, might make sense. I think he's a good player. I, I really do, and he's going to be playing with a good quarterback. And I there's not like an alpha on that on that Houston team anymore. Like uh, you know DeAndre Hopkins was the uh, the alpha male in the wide receiving core, right? I don't know if they have that anymore. So it's open. It's, oh, yeah. it's open for, you know, you could debate that any of the, the wide receivers they have uh, could, could turn out to be that number one. Cobb's in the mix. Maybe, you know, it's possible. Um, so that might be something to keep an eye on. So, you know, Tyreek Hill and Randall Cobb, gosh, man, I'm, I'm talking about a lot of receivers being kept here. Um, that would make it, man, that would be tough going into this year's draft uh, because I've got another wide receiver that I think will be kept for the next team. I'm, I'm looking at the Smuffs, and um, I think the Smuffs will go back yeah. to that well one more time and keep Melvin Gordon. He's moved off to, uh, to Denver. Um, I think that he will take control of that backfield. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think – 
I mean, they're going to give him the opportunity. He, he, he tried his tactic last year, you know, getting paid or sitting out as long as he can. And I don't think it hurt him. I don't know if it helped him eh, somewhere in the middle, but uh, I think they're going to give him a chance. And that, that team looks pretty interesting. I'm sure, uh, you know, Shoal yeah, would like to yeah. jump that would be in. Fun on, if we could have everybody jump in and talk about their favorite team and how things are going. But yeah, and what they think, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's I the insight. That. I think we like all want to look for experts. Them, you know? He's also got Matt Breida, and I'm not really sure too much about Breida. Um, the, the San Francisco backfield's a mess. That's why I'm kind of hesitant on, on Mostert, too. So Breida, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what his role is. Um, so that's a tricky one. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about Mostert right now and going into the offseason and, and the rest of it, so... I I don't know if Breed is the pick, I but uh, I don't I don't know. It's, no. It would be tough for him right now. But I mean, these options aren't too bad. If Hooper yeah. is, uh, it looks like he has Hooper on mm-hmm. his team. Austin Hooper, the tight end that's with I think the Browns now. Uh, if he's there and he's considered a top uh, th- tight end, th- that, that, that is interesting. That but I was also looking at Debo Samuel. Um, a rookie going into his second year. He had a really good rookie year. And, yeah. you know, from, from all accounts, the guy, you know, he has not peaked. He did. So, you know, can he get up to be a, a guy who catches 80 passes for 1,200 yeah. yards? I think so. So I got Debo as his, as his second keeper, as, as the fourth-round fourth pick. Eh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's not terrible at all. All right, Bubba Gump, uh, winning yeah, company. Actually didn't, didn't struggle much here. Mahomes, obviously, franchise. Um. Oh, she doesn't have a second. Yeah, but the thing, just like with Dad, she has no first-round pick. She has no second-round pick, as far as I know, and no fourth-round pick. So her keeper, that's it. And that's what her plan was all along, was she was just going to keep Mahomes. uh, Yeah, so can she keep Mahomes as a third-round pick? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she does have her original uh, third-round pick. He was a keeper uh, or a franchise player last year, but evidently not. Okay. And her other player that has some talent, you know, not to – Jess knows how to run her team. She certainly needs no suggestions from a guy who's never won any championship whatsoever. Uh, But I I look at Marquise Brown and think trade bait. (laughs) Um, So that's possible. Uh, Going into the draft, then maybe that's something that she can trade off and get a couple more, you know – pieces to play with or uh, some more draft equity. But anyway, um, all right, so now we're on the dynasty. Um, and Gus, this is an in- um, I've, I come to where Sh- well, I think he skipped Sh- Shook. Is he I, I don't know if you're looking at the same like, Oh, you know what? I did I miss am, Shook. Oh my I, gosh, I, just I can't believe I did that. That's, uh, that's embarrassing. That is, that is absolutely an embarrassment. Um, oh, good. So uh, Shook had a pretty good year. She, you know, he started off strong and things kind of fell apart for him. Um, and I don't really know why, except for maybe, you know, you know, just regression right. to the mean. Um, but Alvin Kamara is the obvious one. You know, he's, he's going to keep him. There's no question yeah. there. Um, for his second mm-hmm. player, uh, I don't want to say Fitzy, but. Uh, so I see he, he kept Dak as a transition last year. Which I'm not yeah. saying he would do or keep Dak again and get rid of Alvin, but Dak's good trade bait yeah, you're right. for a league that's <laughs> filled with cowboy fans. <laughs> so I mean, and and if he gets paid this this big contract that might be coming up, 
I mean, they're they're going to rely on him for a full year, no, two possible. years, whatever it's going to be. I don't know. Um, I would think I, I that would be a good. I think that'd be a good call. I mean, Dak's worth it. Dak's a good quarterback. I mean, he's a good fantasy quarterback. Um, I mean, I honestly, I'm, I'm looking at. There's a lot of quarterbacks that obviously you got to look at. Um, I I have less fear about taking that Prescott now than I did two years ago. I think you're going to get good production out of him. I think he's fine. Um, as for his second, yeah, for sure. you know he's he's got some tricky decisions to make here. Yeah. Um, Jordan Howard is interesting. Again, it depends on what happens with that Philadelphia backfield. Whether he or Miles Sanders gets the, you know, turns into the guy, or if they're even going to have a singular guy back there, it might just be a permanent, you know, committee situation. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, he could go with Mark Andrews. Right. I don't I don't remember if Mark Andrews had a consistently good year, but it sure seemed like well, he finished. Uh, he was the I fifth. I think he ended yeah, he up as number the number two tight end, maybe, um, when it was all said and done. Oh, okay, yeah, he, fifth. He had a couple. I mean, there was a streak one, there. Two, he, three, he was up four. there. He had five so. games where he scored less than 10 points. But in all the other games, oh, man, he had, he had another couple games where he scored 12, almost 13, basically 13 points. But in every other game, he was really good. I mean, he, he blew up. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean that's a possibility. I just don't like that idea of keeping a tight end. I think he's got some work to do, but he's got yeah. some pieces to play with, especially I with Dak. So, as so he's got yeah, piece. there's options that, there. Uh, right, he can make real. something work. Um, so okay. Um, hold on one second. All right, so let's see. I missed him, so we talked about Bubblegum Winning Company. Ah, we were coming up to the dynasty. All right. Um, gosh, Gus, this is a tough one too. I, yep. you know, I, now, first of all, do you have a second, third and fourth round pick? <laughs> Start with that question. I have a second. I do not have a third, but I have a fourth. Okay. So well, I can work a second keeper, round keeper. I, and I've a got transition you as player. keeping da- uh, Damian Williams. I don't know how, how excited you get around that idea. Um, uh, no, he'd be your second. I'm sure pick, that was assuming a third round pick, though, right? Okay. Well, I kept him as a transition player last year, so yeah. As it keeps moving up toward the second <laughs> round, I'll just be honest. I'm not interested, and I guess I'm telling the rest of the league you probably shouldn't well, do that either. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm trying I to be sell too him. excited for him as a second round pick, third is probably okay, but yeah. You. You know, this is the first time I've actually looked at my team, and now that I'm looking at it, I think it would be kind of funny if I kept David Johnson and Duke Johnson for next year, both running backs for the Texans. I guess, <laughs> but it's like I got a hit on one of them, right? Like, I I get it. It's look, I think I'm probably in a rebuilding year anyway, so maybe I just just do that. And then hopefully one of them hits. I sell yeah, them during I mean, the year, and uh, that's what I got. You know. Uh, well, you got. I don't really have a lot else other than that. Now that I'm seeing it, so. Is he the guy that's taken over for? Um, uh, yeah, and they signed. Well, no, Arizona still has so Chase Edmonds. Maybe the odd man out there, but um, I don't. I, I think so. I don't know. We'd have to see. We'd have to see if that's going to turn out to be, you know, an open competition or if they basically are just giving the job to Drake. 
uh, if it's open. I thought Chase Edmonds, wasn't he a rookie last year? Yeah, so they they're a so. guy they or, drafted. Yeah, um, I think he was, a and that you know that's a little bit of you know something in his favor. Um, and I seem to remember before our draft, before the season started last year, there was a little bit of buzz about Chase Edmonds coming out uh, of camp. So, you know, it's possible. You have to wait and see what happens. But you know, I, I have him down as a potential person, and then I did have Duke Johnson, Johnson listed as well. So, David Johnson and Duke Johnson, that would be funny. That would be a very entertaining move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm actually leaning that way, and I realize how crazy it sounds, but well, we'll I might not have any other options. All right, so we got so. Whip. Um, I've got him keeping Thielen and AJ Brown. Yep. Notice there's a trend here: a lot of wide receivers being kept because there ain't that many running backs. But Thielen, I think you know. Well, I mean, give me your thoughts here: Thielen and AJ Brown. So. Does he have Thielen? Uh, I'm looking at the see. current roster. I don't Did see he trade Thielen. Thielen? Maybe he line. traded Thielen to my dad. Okay. So, so. You know what? Uh, he did trade Thielen to dad. That's right. I don't know why. Okay. That was part of that so trade I, I, with Zeke last year. Give me A.J. Brown, and then as you look at his roster, tell me another guy that you would consider keeping. Uh, I mean, now that I'm looking at it, and he has Kyler Murray – I think he intended to do that in the draft last year was to hold on to him. Okay. And if he did okay or, or really good, possible keeper. Um, he's <laughs> Here's the thing. If Mike listens, he knows he's old yep. school. I think he understands the importance of good quarterbacks in this league. And with Kyler getting that big of a piece with Kyler Murray Hopkins, finished as the 12th best quarterback in our league last year. I'm surprised to see you that. Know? That's, that's not bad for a rookie. So, yeah, that's a good point. You know what, 12th, I, I get I get the whole strategy with, you know, you can pick a quarterback late, they could blow up later, blah, 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 but I don't know. Uh, you might true. want to take the chance right here. That's true. Because otherwise you might be picked definitely earlier. boosts his value up. All right, if so Kyler, I can keeper. see that. What about AJ, uh, AJ Brown? No, I like that. I didn't, uh, 20, he finished uh, AJ Brown had a pretty best, good year last uh, year, right? Receiver, I mean, for a rookie. And he had a very, very slow start. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Like that's impressive for a rookie and 21st best in a PPR league. That's yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a wide receiver two after, in a 16 team league. And it's a good wide receiver two. They're, they're by week in week 11. So, yeah. I, um, I have no issue Starting week that. 12 through the rest of the season. Uh, he was very good. He put up 24 points, eight points. That was his only stinker after the bye. And 34, 25, 15, and 22. Um, so, you know, rookie wall, I don't even know what that is because that is really good performance over the course of, you know, basically half a year, the, the latter half of the year for a rookie. So I, I, think, I think that's worth it. I think it, it's worth taking a shot on that. Um, yeah. Scabs Bolt, um, I've got him keeping Deshaun Watson oh, yeah, and Jack sure. Doyle. Again, another team that I, I look at and is kind of missing. You know, there are not a lot of great options there. Um, well, so Deshaun Watson would be a second-round keeper. Not bad, but that's a lot to invest in a quarterback. Um, JR, by all means, I know you're from Houston. If you're listening to this, <laughs> go for true. it. I mean – He's probably going to be gone by the end of the second round. Yeah. Um, but I see he also had Nick Chubb that he kept right? last year. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, it looks like he has options, and I don't know. I mean, you could probably sell Deshaun Watson and keep Nick Chubb and get some stuff. Uh, I, I like knows. Jack Doyle. Like you said, that's choice, probably not I probably a bad idea. We would keep him. Chubb um, and let Deshaun Watson go, uh, and go ahead and keep Doyle. Um, but I mean, again, his his team's lacking a lot of options for that second that second yeah. keeper. So. Um, There's something to be said about being a a fan of a team you really love and having one of the best players on that team. And he has Deshaun Watson right now. I mean, I, like for me, if I had Le'Veon Bell back in the day like you did, or even Antonio Brown. If You're right, yeah. Horrible. You're also talking about you know, awesome. the number one feeling. or number <laughs> two player at their position. Um, for, for, a, 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 for And they also play for your team. Um, Deshaun Watson yep. is a great quarterback. Um, is he going to be able to come get over that hump uh, of, you know, being from, well, what was he? He was like number two best for, uh, quarterback a couple of years ago or something like that. So I think he could do it. Um, and even last year, I don't know if he had a down year or not, but geez, yep. a down year and he still finishes as the fifth best quarterback. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him at all. Uh, all right. So then we got the savages, a uh, bit of a wild card here. Uh, but I got him nope. keeping Carryon Johnson and Sammy Watkins. Um, I, you know, uh, Dad just texted and said he's Carryon Johnson. Out. Okay, I don't know what that means. Uh, but hopefully he can rejoin. He'll figure it out. Okay. okay. So yeah, Carryon Johnson. There. Um, I'll see I if think, I can figure that out. For you know, quick. He's at least the starting running back for the team, although I think that Detroit picked up a running back either in the draft. I think they did. I think they drafted a running back fairly early, which makes me a little bit nervous about um, uh, about Carryon Johnson. But uh, still, I think he's, you know, he's the he's the incumbent. Um, he knows the offense uh, and he played pretty well. I mean, he wasn't wasn't terrible by any means. Um Let me ask you something. Did um, no, he, not. he had he has Derrick Henry on he his picked roster. Him, I think uh, Derrick Henry was the beginning of the second oh, round, seventeenth well, overall okay. pick. Um, Carry on Johnson missed a huge part of the season, week eight through ah, fifteen. Okay. He was out. Um, prior to that, I mean, he was having a pretty he was having a decent year, a good running back two year. Um, yeah. uh, so he he started slow. He had eight points in seventeen, then eleven, then fifteen. Had the bye, and they scored 14. And I'm assuming he got injured in the Minnesota game in week seven because he only scored 2.3 points there. And then he missed the next, what was it, two, four, six, eight games. Um, so, and they came back, and it looks like he was, he was a little limited there too. So, uh, Sammy Watkins. So, I, I just want to double check. You said carry on, and who? Oh, the other you know what? Maybe? Yeah, totally overlooked DJ Chark. What about DJ Chark? I can't believe I did that. DJ Chark was really good last year. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw. I guess I he was seventeen in our league um, for sure. So I again, maybe I would go DJ Chark and, and Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Lots of wide receivers here. Is Carry on Johnson with the question marks, and they drafted a running back, and he was hurt last year. Uh, you know, they could have drafted somebody to replace him. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely a possibility as well. Um, in yeah. fact, I think that's probably a better choice than what I was looking at. All right, so last uh, two more. So we've got. I'm sorry, one more. Uh, 
uh, Napalm Jockstrap. So Rick, again, magnificent season last year, uh, only to come up short when the playoffs started, and that kind of sucks. But, hey, you know, that's, uh, know. that's the, the AG FFA for you. Um, so looking at his team, uh, oh, my gosh, I just scrolled right past it. Uh, let's see, Napalm Jockstrap. There we go. That's... I mean, I'm looking Agreed. at it right now. He he still has Julio, and he was his third round keeper next year or last year. So mm-hmm. you paid for a second, but you still get one of the top receivers in the league. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Um, mm-hmm. I see he mm-hmm. has Lamar Jackson. Yep. I know that dude is a keeper for him if he wants as a fourth rounder. That's not bad. Um, I'm guessing Delvin Cook was his first round pick, so can't do that. Julian Edelman was a fourth rounder keeper, so that's what I have. Throw him away. That's um, what I got. I got. That's what Julio it is, Jones right? Lamar you take the chance on Lamar uh, Jackson again, again. You know, thinking about regression to the mean here, is he going to finish as the second best quarterback again? I don't think so. I, I think he'll probably. You know, that that was a fantastic season. Uh, is he going to finish worse than like six or seven? Probably not. Right. Um, so you got to look at it and go. Well, do I think he'll be finishing? You know, as number three or number four, which would probably make him worth keeping. Or is he going to finish as number five or number six, which is kind of getting to that point where you really got to question whether he's worth um, keeping around. So, um, but still, yeah, that's exactly the same as what I had. Julio Jones and Lamar Jackson there. Yeah, uh, he's got a good team. I mean, so far of the ones you've gone yeah, over, that's um, like the no. He's got a good team. He's and he's set up for this. It's the last year. team I see. <laughs> um, so I'm not. You know, I, I think he's probably uh, he's got to be pretty happy looking at it. He doesn't have a whole lot past that. Um, I don't think you really want to look at, like, Cole Beasley. I'm pretty sure Cole Beasley. Did he even keep – oh, yeah, Cole Beasley's there. Yeah, he's third, he was the 33rd best wide receiver. That's pretty meh. Uh, Michael Gallup finished as a wide receiver, too. I mean, yeah, that's an I option. I wouldn't do that. Um, but, again, I don't know if I'd take, like, Michael Gallup versus, Julio, or versus Lamar Jackson. I think you just take Jackson and be done with it. Um, so. I mean, yeah, I, you got Julio yeah, for second so. rounder. That's good. So that's, he'd be a first rounder. Yeah. You're yeah. Winning <laughs> nobody's going to be, nobody's going to be rooting good for, for you, Rick, except for his family. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the predictions <laughs> for keepers next year. So thank you Gus for pointing out the flaws and giving viable options. So excellent. Hey, no, no, that's uh, obviously it's still early, but it's good to kind of go over that now and, and, and get started on it somewhere. So you know, we should All probably right. go ahead Sounds and uh, tie a bow on this and, and get to the finish here. So, so yeah, hey, uh, what's the plan? What do you think we're going to be doing for this podcast? I, I wouldn't say weekly at this point, but I would think we're probably going to shoot for one, you know, Late summer, yeah, I, I think July, that's a good idea. We could look at it and see, of, uh, you know, what the board's going to look like and what you know? we think people are going to do. Uh, maybe we have one um, sometime here in the summer, and then we have another one after the keepers have been declared. Uh, that would be fun. Um, I think we, I think the idea of having, you know, some of the yeah. the followers or the yeah. of the teams that um, that can come in and talk a little bit about what's happened with their team would be a lot of fun. You know, we've got a a Lions fan. We have a couple of Houston t- uh, fans. Of course, we have Cowboys fans. Um, geez, I th- is that is that pretty much settle it? I don't think. 
think we have anybody else from oddball teams here. Oh, uh, oh, Broncos with Shoal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rick is going to be a Broncos uh, with Shoal this year, so he can talk a little bit about the Bengals. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, so he did pick Carson Palmer for a reason. Uh, if you're, yeah, I, I, is that a. I, Oh, oh. Uh, we have a Chiefs fan <laughs> um, in in uh, Keith. He uh, likes the Chiefs. So anyway, we could. No, no, no. He was a fan before then. I remember uh, two years ago that what we, because we they won the Super Bowl this year, here, and he was watching. Uh, we had the game on in the background, and he was rooting for the Chiefs then. I think he even. So, um, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. No, that's a good idea. We should see if, uh, you know, after we put this out, see who actually cares, which doesn't matter. I think it'd be fun. I think we should um, do it. And we can have some other random uh, talks Yeah, whoever wants well to join. And, and, you know, I, think, I think the idea of best best move, worst yeah. move, or or uh, player you're keeping an eye on versus player you are avoiding um, would be fun. Um, without, you know, I mean, it doesn't really change a whole heck of a lot. I'm sure we have a great oh, yeah. on a lot of those, but... You know, it's just it's more like food for thought for anybody who decides to listen. You know, another perspective. So that's good. Cool. Cool. Awesome. I know I can get Jess in on a couple of these, so that'd be fun too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I see Dad wasn't able to figure out how to click the link, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Right uh, thanks for putting and, this uh, together. I look forward to hearing. Thanks the, again uh, for jumping on, man. This is fun. So. You guys take care, stay safe, and all that sort of thing, okay? All right, later. For sure. All right, man, take care. See you.